<laughs> so do you know what's funnier? That entire bit with the lads at the Rock Hotel was just for visuals only. The uh, audio, Acacia's kindly pointed out that wasn't work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, do I need to restart the like the entire podcast from here? That's mad. Nah, oh. just leave it. <laughs> it's something good to laugh about and look back on this season and go, that <laughs> podcast. You just see me reacting you know? to silence then. It's just it feels like what what like you got a camera on a on a Charlie Chaplin movie. Yeah. Explain it in the description, Amph. Just explain it in the description so oh, no. it's, it's alright, I'll trim it forward. Um yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. So, go over your thought again around where you're feeling with the club, though, because everything you said prior to me calling that out was missed. How are you feeling about Sunderland at the minute? Um, same with lost three on the bounce. Hmm. You know, against teams I think we should be beating, per se. Um, but I don't think... We'll lose every game now. I don't think... And finishing 18, like some fans are saying, I don't think will happen. I still think we'll be in the top half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so I think... I'm still remaining optimistic. I'll agree the playoffs is off, but... I think it'd be nice to still get some free points in just to consolidate in the top half of the championship and yeah, get ready for next season and wait for our new coach, manager, whatever, you know. On, on that, I've got a question to build on that and remind me about head coach question, but I want to get Paul's thoughts first before I go into the next question, if that's all right. Um, Paul, how are you feeling about the club in this current climate? Three losses in a row, new gaffer, 12 games to go. What are you thinking? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm okay with it. Uh, and, and I know... I knew we would have lost against Birmingham anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh, you know, with them, uh, well, with Tony Mowbray being there, which I'm, I'm actually pleased he's on, he's actually on the mend now. Yeah, yeah, he's on the mend. I saw an article about that. He's. I don't know what his uh, illness was, and it's not really our our um business to know. But I, like, I'm not yeah, sure either way, speedy recovery, was, whatever but, uh, it is. If he's on the mend, it's been treated and it's got the correct correct thing. So. Yeah. I'm not sure what it was, but he he, he Dodd said um he told him after the game. Uh, so Mike Dodds actually knows what it is, but I'm glad Mopey is actually on the mend. Mm-hmm. Um I, I know uh well after the game against Swansea, Dodds came out yeah. uh and said that you know that was the one thing, you know, for formation he did. Uh, want to try? You know, mm. you know, fair enough. It, it yeah, he does want to try new stuff out. Uh, but he said like for the game this weekend, uh, he's actually going to change. Uh, he said he was going to try every get to win every game, and I think with the way Dodds work, if you look at every single game he's managed for us, he's tried something different every single time, which I think is perfect for this this team because when we get stuck in a rut. We get um, found out very quickly, and we're overly reliant on certain key players. So I'm unhappy for us too. Who's it was more like um, 
I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Mourinho, but it was like that very two thousand mid two thousand Chelsea side where you didn't know which formation they were going to put in week week in week out, and you just they just ran round teams because they couldn't really set themselves up properly for that. I think that's what we'll get with Dodds. It might not be great football based on our current squad, but it does have fruit at the end of it. I can see a positive light, and I never saw that with with Bale. Um, and towards the end of um, Mowbray as well, I was starting to, like, we need to change it up, otherwise we're going to lose lots more games. And lo and behold, we did. So um, <laughs> um, I hope Zillin's, uh, Zillin's having a bit of a laugh there saying, just got word Bill's been reappointed. <sighs> yeah. For me... That, that, won't, that won't happen. Nah, I think, yeah, I think Zillin's nah. just having a bit of a banter there. Um, the, the, drinks. The, the thing with me and I think the thing with our fan base and I'm not going to speak for everybody in this club we're, we're not going to accept losses as they are and we do catastrophize quite quickly uh, with some defeats but you can see how we set up in that last game against Swansea it could work if the players understood what they were doing the, uh, the clear direction was set up the entire week in training beforehand not thrown together the day of. That's where I think the difference is. I think he's learnt that and he's put it in place for this next game against Norwich. So I've got hope that at least this 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 head coach is actually doing his job, which I like. I said I didn't have under Bale. Um, so yeah, um, that's my question. It's on that. It's on that head coach manager thing. He said for next season, who we're going to be looking at. Um, but how many games does? Dodds have to win to be offered the full-time position out of these remaining 12. It, let's say if we, we want the cheapest option, and I'm going to use air quotes for that, we want the cheapest option, Dodds keeping his job is that, right? How many games in a row, how many games out of these remaining ones does he have to win to be offered the job before it gets offered to somebody else in the summer window? So at least eight. Eight of the 12. Mm. Okay. Or maybe nine. Or pushing it a bit, nine, ten. I, I've got a different answer, and it's not an actual number, so <laughs> uh, it's convoluted. Paul? To be honest with you, I've got no idea, because I, I don't think the club will give him a permanent. I think they will. And the reason I think they will is, if he makes however many points it takes to get into the playoffs, he'll be offered the job. If we make the playoffs now, from where we're at, he'll be offered the job. Uh, so, playoffs are off, I think. I'm... No, no, but I think, you, like you said, eight wins. Eight wins makes us a playoffs. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's what I think the condition is for him to have a full time. I still think we'll be in the top half, though, you know, at least top 10. I can't see us going 18 for yeah. what some fans are saying, per se. Yeah, right. See, so for me, I, I, I think the reason why I said they won't give him a full time was. Um, you know, like they'll probably see how he gets on, fair enough. But what they'll probably say to him is take it until the summer, you know, for, you, you know, then fair enough while he's taking that Carrillo, Dreyfus and Christian Speakman and, you know, whoever's looking for the new head coach, you know, that they can look in the summer because more than likely potential other candidates that they were speaking to before Bale Mm. Probably wasn't available then, but they might come available, say, in the summer. Yeah, and I, 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 
uh, yeah, Steve, Steve Cooper will still. Um, to be fair, I think even Schumacher might be coming available again at that point, depending on how. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw that. So I it's, saw that earlier. It, I don't think the club would employ him. I think they would. I don't think they they would because he's clearly at a level where he can be affordable for us, and that's what the ultimate thing is with Sunderland right now. We're not going to do anything that isn't outside of our current nah. guaranteed income. I want Steve Cooper would be a good one, wouldn't it? I think he'd do well for us. There'd be loads of good managers for us, mate. There'd be yeah, as with Steve Cooper. Was yeah. he head yeah. not was he head coach at Nottingham Forest? Yeah, he got Nottingham into the Prem. Beat Uddersfield at Wembley. He's done it by the playoffs as well. So, mm. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting that one either way. Um, I will catch up on a couple of chats from Acacia, Dean, um, Lauren, and Zillan. So I will get to all of your messages. Um, I haven't not read any of them. I'm just trying to feed them into the conversation naturally. Um, Lauren's one that calls out to me the most about the whole Dodds manager, that kind of thing. He says the fa- She says, sorry, the fact that Dodds took a responsibility speaks volumes. Um, I was watching the... Um, what do you call it? The, the conferences? The post-match conference? Yeah, I watched the, it today. Yeah. A few hours ago. Yeah. So in that, I saw people in the live chat and they, they just go, right, This that's me going, I'm, I'm going, by. This man can half drivel. And I'm like, at least he actually speaks his mind. He doesn't Sense. call fans, doesn't call fans stupid names. He doesn't, it, it isn't about him. It's about how he's doing his job. And that's what you want from a head coach. Might not be what, we, what, you, what you need from a manager, our manager, if you look at it the way we're currently structured, is Speakman. He signs the players. He gets the he he does. That's who the scouts report to. So that's why you look at your manager. So do you think that do you think that Dodds having that um that that conversation with the fans essentially is a a much better sign, or is that why you're a little bit happier now? To be honest, in a way, I was actually happy when the club actually gave it to him in a way. You know, it's not just because of what, you know, what you're saying about the fans, but, you know, the, the games he actually took before. The Leeds and the West Brom one, mainly. Yeah, West Brom and Leeds. That's why I'm pleased. To, you know, the, I knew the club would give it to him anyway. But, uh, yeah. Because you know, I said to Bowers what they should have done before they got Beal. You know, for final club thoughts, you know, Bill Bill was the right candidate at the time. But the I said to Bowers, what I would have done is what the what the club is doing now. Right. I would have actually given it to to Todd's then uh full time. Good point. I mean Yeah, but we'd have, we'd have probably got Beale in the summer, wouldn't we? We'd have probably got him then. So um, no, yeah, I, I, I do agree with Paul. I can't. I kind of feel that everybody felt stuck with Beale. Even Beale's felt stuck with him as the choice there. Um, it just felt like a chance. Um, I think what it did really was do, and this is how I'm naturally posting this in. What Dean said, uh, this season is what last season should have been. Um, because of that appointment, it should have been the drama, the bit, bit of disappointment. Look, we've just come up. We're in tenth. If we swap these two seasons around, we'd be absolutely buzzing right now and there'd be no debate about where the trajectory of the club is. It's because we had such a good season last season yeah. and this one is more where we realistically expected that one to be. 
So, but then our next few seasons, I think um because I think we'll hmm. be in the championship. I think four or five seasons, so another two or three seasons. I think the next seasons in the championship will be better. The thing is, this with, one might be just a, a one-off. Sorry, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to play devil's advocate and disagree with that, mate. I think this league is one good transfer window away from going up or down. Good or bad, sorry. So if you have an absolute shit transfer window, you can see your team falling down the league. Guess what we had in January? Shit. Where do we where do we start going? <laughs> it's all it's all dependent on how well we recruit and sell our players. That's how you can tell the trajectory of the club. If we're getting rid of Stuart, granted, 10 million, amazing value for him. He's played 17 minutes this entire season, so it's great money for us. But it showed that we got rid of a striker who can bang in goals for fun and didn't replace him with somebody who is, I'm going to, I hate using this word, a proven striker, because it doesn't matter. A striker scores goals. You can prove yourself by doing that. None of the lads we've done in that have been consistent enough to be classed as our out and out number number 10, number 11, whichever position you want to put them in. So that's where our season, I think, has uh, faltered, mainly in the uh, recruitment. But the recruitment is not down to Beale, it's not down to Mowbray, and it's not down to Dodds. They're just given the best players that they could possibly do. They're, they're formatted with putting out the best team against the best opponents, which is, I think, what Dodds does more than Beale. <laughs> if, you, if you catch my drift, that's why I'm a little bit happier, because Dodds does his job. But we're stuck with what we've got. Any comments? So I went, I went all the way around the house there, didn't I? To answer your question. <laughs> so, do you think? It, um, do you think we? Do you think generally we'll our season next season? Do you think it be will be all right, or do you think we might actually go down? Or it depends. Like I said, it come this 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 league is completely dependent on the recruitment in that previous window. If we recruit well, we could go into the automatics. Because you look at the teams that are coming down, or the two teams that are pretty much ironed on to come down, um, <laughs> Burnley and Sheffield. Sheffield. So those two absolutely stormed the league last season. Are they going to get rid of all of their players now that they've signed loads to try and stay in the Premier League in the field? They've got to get rid of wages. Because if you go up and go down, by the way, you want to get two years of parachute payments, not three. If you're a stable club, if you've spent two or more years in the Premier League, you get three years of parachute payments. They've done a flash in the pan, one and up, up and down. And it's to stop that yo-yoing. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, question, the, the question is, I don't know the answer to the question. It's, um, it depends on what Speakman and KLD is doing. Deal. Thank you for uh, popping in there and saying this. KLD is totally clueless. Uh, the plan will never work. You keep selling your players, no ambition, and he's just a big child. You think that's more of it? We're a bit of an experiment, a bit of a toy for him to mess around with? I want to ask that to Paul. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, had, I wish I had the answer. <laughs> what, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on it? You don't have to have the answer, though. Uh, I don't know to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know really. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll, it, I'll I'll 
try and tangent it or move it into a different direction. We are very, very conscious and aware as a fan base that we are needing strikers, right? Yeah. Who is the magic pill, the magic striker that we need to deliver for us next season? Because we can't bring him into date, can we? We have to wait till next season. Mm. Who, who is it? Maybe get Whittaker from Plymouth. Maybe Sam Whittaker. Or, you know what? Bring so, Josh Maja back. So you're I know look- Josh Maja's in. With those players that you just mentioned, Jacob, you're looking at the bottom half of the championship to do that. Yeah, I don't because I don't think anyone's. If you look at the top half. I don't think anyone's going to come to Sunderland, are they? It's, Why not? It's location wise. They, well, it's location wise as well. Mbappe says Pierce. <laughs> I'll add the I'll add the uh, the caveat. Realistic. <laughs> Messi. Hell yeah. do, you not, do you not reckon the club will go in for? Well, I, I know he's a plot, but um, Ipswich now, but say Ipswich go up, do you not think the club will go back in for Keith and Murrah? No. Nah, he'll want to play in the Prem, won't he? Well, there's that, plus he's, still, he's low knee, he's not a purchase for Ipswich. So. Would you take Whitaker on from Plymouth? Is it, what's from his Plymouth? first name? Is it Josh Whitaker? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and about Morgan. Morgan, that's it. Morgan. Strike. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, would you, would you take him? <gasps> Lawrence. Oh. Lawrence got the right answer. Lawrence got the right answer. I would take him, Lawrence. Actually, Re- a realistic him. striker that I think Sunderland could afford and would do the job from day one. Smodich. Oh wow, <laughs> she knows her stuff. <laughs> I know you. I know you quite like him, Am. To be fair. He's so good. He's so good. Um, oh, man. All right. What about Whitaker and Schmodic, Champ? Them two? Would you t- like if we got both of them? How would you? Oh, what, the partnership up front. What's one of them like? Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time Sunderland played with a striking partnership that worked? Delicious. You know, you know now for it's probably. No, no, no. There's some after that. Try that tomorrow. It was Stuart and Kyle, I think. What, 2000 Kyle? Stuart and Kyle were an effective striking partnership in 2004, 20 years ago. Paul's brain is just blown up there. Are you all right? Me, the they were I effective. Was... They were effective in the championship, mate. They the were. Year I was born. I'm fucking old. For, for me, it's been Stuart and Sims. Nail you to put them balls together. I forgot I mean, they played as a partnership, they, you know. I won't mind having Simmons back, but he's probably not going to come, is he? But he's enjoying it at Coventry. But, um, but you never know. So, uh, I know Simpsons is there permanent, but you never know. <laughs> would you take Maja back? Would you, if, if someone actually no. got Maja, how would you feel? I, I, I will always say this about... People coming back Never to the club. Back. Yeah, that's it. Um, people going back to clubs, unless they're loanees, if they were full-time employee with that club and they've left for a bigger club or they weren't the right fit, they weren't on the right path with the club, it never works out going back. It's just like going back to an ex. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, might, you might have had good... Um, what's it called? It, it's like rose-tinted glasses for the past. It's like you've got good memories with them, but... Never remember they left for a reason. 
good few times in bed with them, Ant, but you know, it might not feel <laughs> the same. Oh, I'm get so Mac and Mad, welcome along. Um asks, who do we buy and who do we sell? I don't think um I, sorry, who do we buy and who do we sell? I don't something to speakman, nothing to do with KLD. Um there's so much shit in them to be honest. So if we get 25 million, 20 million for Jack Clark, there's a huge budget instantly available for whoever we want. Um <laughs> Pierce has said Diallo, which is a realistic option for that value. Um, Smodic could, could buy him 10 times over for that value. Um, who do we get? if we Because I think everybody's pretty much aware Clark's going in the summer. Yeah, he will. So who are we getting for that value? Because the worst thing I could see for us doing is just selling Clark and getting nobody to replace him. We need two... We need two. Two strikers, I think, if that if that's how we uh want to go. There you go. Pearson's just directly said clock for clock for Diallo, straight swap with the cash. Is that like swapping an Xbox for a PlayStation? It's the same thing, really, and it's console. It's one thing for the other, one winger for the other. But then we've still got the gaps in the squad. So if we're going to, sorry, I'm talking quite a lot because I'm waiting for you guys to jump in. If we're going to use the model of developing a player, like buying them cheap, getting them to a good, high, realistic market value for their skill level, and then selling them on, which is what we've done exactly with Clark. And then what we're doing with yeah. our profit, if we're not doing it to buy another that, five I players. I think use that money for Clark to get Diallo on loan again. Diallo on loan, though, he's not ours. We can't make profit on loans. That's the problem. We need to purchase players. Well, the first thing is if the club, if the club really wanted him in January, because Christian Speak was on the phone to Man United, I think nearly all deadline day. Mm. So if the club really wanted him, that they, they've got to go in and purchase him. What you think we yeah. could? You think with Clark's money we could buy Diallo with that amount of money? Well, you never know that. Mm -hmm. cause, uh, yeah, because Diallo's name actually does keep does actually keep mentioning uh, on. On uh, deadline day, so yeah, still uh, got the connection with my United there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and Man United, I'm sorry, the the atmosphere there's fucking library. So I, yeah, Old Trafford is just a library in my opinion. Yeah, that's dead. That, 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 I think that's because of how they've got corporate model versus local fans. It does make sense, but that's not what we're we're talking about here, mate. James counteracted your argument, though, uh, Jacob, about Josh Manager coming back. One goal in nine games. Ruchin has better stats. Ruchin does. So that I think that yeah. pretty much puts the uh, the nail on the measure head. Something come from come back to something. And I mean, it would be like it would be nice if we developed him as a youth. He's went to the Premier League. He's got high tier experience. But in the first half of that League yeah. One season, he was banging in goals in fun, and then he. Did what he did, didn't he? Yeah, he but, let his agent whisper in his ear. Well, that's what Clark's doing now. I'm going. This is conspiracy corner. I'll come up with a little button I could press there. Does conspiracy corner with alarm bells and that? I think Clark is doing a Pritchard or a Masher. Like, He's been whispered in his ear by his. Oh, look at this! Look at his face. He's not happy with that comment. I think Clark is basically protecting his market value. That's what I think he's doing now. He's twisted his ankle and he's out for six weeks. 
mean, come on. I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it is, Ant. He's twisted his ankle and he's out for six weeks. Come on, mate. I don't. I know what you're on about, but I don't think it's that. If he if he wants to be sold, he wants to protect his market value, and if he's in twelve games and they perform shit in eight of them, his market value drops. He gets his chance to go to let's say, I don't know, Brighton, West Ham, gone, and he's stuck with Brentford. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it's. I think he's protecting his value a little bit with what he's doing. Um, I don't think it's that though because. Uh... He, he well, he's actually played every game. Playing up, playing That's a point. Rests as well, but he's played every game. And uh, like Dodd said, Lord, he he actually did play the full game against Birmingham. The actually club actually thought he was going to come off at half time, but he actually played through it. And because mm-hmm. the club sent him to a specialist this week, and unfortunately, he's out for six weeks. Yeah, but if I go to my doctor and go, I'm I'm struggling a bit. Can you give me a signal? They'll say yes. So, like, do you know what I mean? It's really easy to to get a doctor to agree with something that you want, especially around that. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from, but because uh, in, in a way, I do feel sorry for Dos because I think Dos was going to put me into the squad. Yeah, no, I think it would be any manager or any head coach to put would be daft not to put him straight into the squad. I think it's purely his agent and him talking in the background, going, "If you want a Premier League move, you're going to like you're going to score more goals in these games, but you're going to potentially risk injury in them. They're going to push on you. All these players are going to harass you. Protect yourself because he's rolled his ankle and he's gone. I'm injured." You can protect an ankle, a twisted ankle, a lot easier than a broken leg. He's going to get hacked the entire rest of the season. I, I, like I said, it's a conspiracy. It's probably not true, but do you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> so might as well say. Uh, Clark is out for the next six weeks, which is the next eight games, Derek. Yeah, so, uh, Bob said he's out till April. Yeah, it's too long. Too long. Um, so we'll re-ask the question because I think it's a really, really pertinent one. Are we done for the season? What's our now? What's our now? Best option, realistic option, worst case scenario. Right for the rest of the season, like realistically. Mm-hmm. Maybe try and get as many points as we can. And you know, just try and get to can still remain in the top half because I think the playoffs is off. But you know, that's I think Bauer said something similar to that in the Swansea match reaction. Like playoffs yeah. is off, but still try and get as many free points as we can and just try and remain in the top ten. Okay. That's okay. you know that's mine. Okay. My aim really. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, it's the same here, really. Yeah, you know, try and finish as high as we can mm-hmm. uh, in the in the league. Yeah, fair enough. That's what the that's what the club might be telling. Uh, yeah, they'd be probably telling Mike Dodds that. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, see where 
try and go as high as we can. Yeah. Um, for me... It, the, the games we've got coming up. Yeah, the games that we've got coming up are not going to be easy to get points in. Um, let's, let's be realistic. I think for me, this is going to sound really soft, and I know it is, but my my aim for this club now is to restore, restore a little bit of respect and hope back into the rest of the fan base. Um, it could be done by just some of our players that have been a little bit off the mark over the last couple of weeks coming back to full form. Could be us banging in four or five goals in a game, just being a bit more ruthless, a bit more strong and a bit more... I think it's as simple as just keeping switched on for the entire 90. More... More, more, more fighting attitude from the lads when they're on the pitch rather than dropping their heads as soon as they go help the goal down and forgetting, oh shit, that was my job. There's lots of finger pointing, there's a lot of slowness in the squad, but it's still like you can see the players have still got talent, they just need the right coaching and direction. So restore that respect and stop getting bullied. Um, it's fun, though, because um, I, I was listening to. Total support earlier, and Nick Barnes was on about yeah you know, these well these next three games that we've got coming up, say Norwich, Leicester, mm-hmm. and Southampton. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've actually done well against them. Uh, you know, you know, like Norwich, we won up, we won up here. Uh, fair enough, we got beated Leicester. Uh, we won Southampton. Mm-hmm. So. Where where do you think these next three games will come into our season? Do you do you actually think we'll get positive results from these three? Do, I think it... we might draw draw all three, or at least lose one of them. Probably lose to Leicester, maybe draw Southampton, Norwich. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit um, too far, far ahead for my my head to comprehend with this with this current squad. Um. Because if you look at us three games ago, we're still on the bail complaining about how we're basically killing the season and there's no hope at the club anymore. So three games is a long time at this club, which is really bizarre. We should be we should be thinking about the entire rest of the season, not next game, then reevaluate, then the next game. Should be a little bit more player for us, but it's not. So I'd say Norwich will be the start of the determiner for that, and I think we might actually have a good time tomorrow. Um, might not win it. I think we'll have some players that will shine, and some players that will uh, prove that they're not worthy of uh, being the first team selection. But we don't know. We don't even know who the starting lineup or what the formation's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm oh. saying like, but. I've got a feeling Dodds will probably put, I don't know, but like say against Leicester, I wouldn't be surprised if we played like we did, I don't know, but like say against Leeds, for example. Or Leicester last Leicester. we actually played we actually played pretty good under against Leicester, even though we lost one nil, we still played really good in that game. Yeah, I'm saying that but with Dodds in charge, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised you know, if we played against like we did against West Brom or yeah, or against Leeds, but with uh, with Leicester on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll, I'll let you think about how you would answer your own question there. <laughs> and while you do that, I'll uh, quickly point out, uh, Pierce has said around the question that we asked a couple of minutes ago, we'll get sixth or fifth, or fifth maximum 
Uh, that's keeping my head up right now because there's no chance we'll be middle of the table. We're a miracle club sometimes. So to be fair to that point, we did look completely out of contention and we were seeing the same things roughly this time last season. Lost three on the bounce. We are struggling. Can't see where the next win's coming from and then we just go on an unbeaten streak. So that's the nature of something. <laughs> we can we can literally just flip it, flip it on its head and, and rock it. So got to keep hope. <laughs> Never lose faith. Exactly. So, Paul, are you answering your own question? How are you seeing the next three games going? <laughs> well, with Mike Dodds uh, in charge, it would be interesting actually how we do get on against these next three. Because uh, I can probably see us getting something down at, at Norwich. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, they've got Josh Sargent tomorrow, but. I can probably see us getting some out. Yeah, no, that's another player we could um, go for. Who's that? Sergeant. I'll just Sergeant. Season, but, but we could go for him in summer. Isn't he like? Summer. Isn't isn't he a little bit too expensive for what he's delivered at Norwich? I know he used oh, to be. Right, I know he used but... to be a Premier League t- uh, Premier League player, and he thrived with Pookie at his side. But since Pookie's gone, he's had maybe like seven brilliant gone, games. Where's he gone, Pookie? Don't know. He he went last season. Uh, maybe we could go for Pookie and get him. Now he's he's my age, and he? he's like thirty. Sorry, thirty-four. <laughs> no. Um. No, I think probably probably Leicester. I think we'll get something. Uh, Jimmy Vardy's actually injured. Yeah, he's like thirty-seven, isn't he? He's, he's older. Than, I know he's well. He's like he's a he's approaching Ryan Giggs' age now, isn't he? Well, he retired. Um, I think he has yeah, Zimmer for him now on the touchline. I think I heard if uh, they're missing a midfielder as well. Uh, yeah, but Leicester is. I think there's a lot of football to be played between our next two games. We've got to look at where the rest of the league are doing, what actually each game means. If we look at today, you've got Coventry and West Brom playing Coventry, right? I think West Brom were 2 0 up at half time before we started this stream. What does that do for our chances? Like, what? why are we so dependent on what other teams are doing rather than what we should be focusing on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be relying on other teams to keep doing us favours. We should be just going out there and. Beating the shit out of the other team. It's as simple as that. Um, it, it's yeah. Sunderland Yeah. Yeah, it is Sunderland. Like, <laughs> we've got we've got a little bit of um, bit of a gap to bridge, and I think that's where my point around transfers. Who do you bring in comes into it again? It's. I think everybody's very aware that. Jack Clark is going to leave 25 million, all of that. But who else do you think is leaving in the summer window? Um, why why is that important? Like, who? Cost. What? Yeah, Clark, definitely. Um, I think Paul did say, didn't he, earlier, Ballard, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there's rumours uh, that Ballard's going to. Uh, uh, actually is being linked. Who's linked with Norwich to, um, to link back up with Danny Bart? That's one play we've got to watch for tomorrow. Watch him come on. Mm. <laughs> um, 
Do you think Equa could leave, or do you think Equa's staying? Oh, Equa's staying. I, I've got no doubt he's, he's sticking with us for a couple of years. I think him and Lugo Nine well, he, are going to be around us. He the area, doesn't he? He does like the area, to be fair, does Equa. He's just a positive dude. <laughs> so, Same yeah. with Onion. Onion's staying. We don't have to worry about him leaving. Mm. Uh, I think Dan Neil will leave. I think I've got a feeling he'll go. Dan Neil in the summer. <laughs> uh, what about Patson? Because uh, Dean's just pointed out Patson as well. Oh, that, that is an interesting one. The thing is, <laughs> is Bishop or Bass any better? Who would decide if Pass? If Pat will go, it didn't bring in a experience uh, backup keeper to for Patson actually. That's what Bishop was supposed to be. That's what Alex Bass was supposed to be. Like, come on! <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see Patterson leaving. No, no. I can. No, I can. But I think we have no. to be. We have. I don't think it's this season. I think it's more on the season where we finish in the playoffs and fail the playoffs. That's when he would leave no. if he's on the like he's. Performed. Let's see if he's at a Coventry right now. He would be up for contention. They feel the playoffs. He would get sold. It's just because he's from the area. We we really like him as a uh, as a local lad. And yeah, I, don't, I think he's obviously got he's got some problems with his game. <laughs> uh, where which game was it? Where he was like out the box twice in a row. Plymouth. The Plymouth oh, game. Plymouth won it. 3-1. The, the second, the first half, we should have been two down. Benjamin. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Acacia said Danny Bart won't be playing tomorrow and we've been getting in the squad recently. Um, he's, he's not been getting in the squad recently at all. He's on the bench for them. Some of the times. I would, I would love to know why we actually sold him. Well, by the sounds of it, his legs are starting to go. If that's yeah, if that's it, it, he was actually I was, uh, yeah, he was actually our player of the season last year. So hmm. why did the club decide to get rid of him? Yeah. So I've got I've got another like kind of long winded question because it, it it challenges the model a little bit. So if you look at certain numbers in this league. And stat people do that a lot, by the way. <laughs> if you look at certain numbers, you go cost versus points. You will notice quite a lot. Ipswich is a little bit of a freak, but it's also not because it's kind of joining them now with Kiefer Moore. Um, the amount of spend you have on your average, average wages versus how many points you have is a pretty much direct correlation to where you are in this league. We're kind of a freak in that because we're like 19th. On that spend chart, but we're tenth in the league table. Everybody at the top is where they should be, spending money and they're putting money in the club. So, is it a case of simply throw money at the problem and will we fix ourselves? So that goes against what we're doing. Can go on. <laughs> I'll let Paul go first. Yeah, oh, look, I actually, I actually wish I killed his number to find out what we're doing. <laughs> give us a plan bring it bring him on here bring him on here him and speakman and she <laughs> Harvey, let's ask him he can sit there for a second can questions he? and what, what what's your plan for the club what? Uh, how long have we stayed in this league for <laughs> oh my god we'd be here forever if it when was is up it? to him when, it? 
whether we bring the striker in. <laughs> the, the thing is, right, and with this owner, do you think we'll actually he'll actually spend anything on us? Because I don't think he's done that yet, right? Other than to take ownership of it, what's he actually invested in this club? Silly thing is, do you not think he's actually waiting for the money? I think he's waiting for for the youth model to come come to fruition and just get the Premier League money, or to sell some. So it, it it's. Do we need to spend money to be successful? That's the main question here. We've asked we've asked the other questions around KLD's intents before. Do we need to to be successful? Yes. You're thinking yeah. yes, okay. Yeah, but, but but like I just said, do do you not think he's actually waiting for the money off his dad? Well, he's waiting for his dad to clop it. No, I'm saying that, but. What? I think I heard somewhere that I think it, you know when he gets to a certain age, he actually gets that money. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, Elias just made me laugh with that question. I wonder what Will Griggs up to. Um, apparently, he was on fire, so maybe he's been uh, put out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I think, but Derek, I think I called this out on the last video as well. It says, Pat was making a lot of mistakes recently and needs to command his box. So, the I think you do need to spend money on the right people. But it more boils down to you can have somebody who is the right person and be dead cheap. Now, this example is a prime example of it, but he's become, like, stupidly expensive now because he's uh, gone to the... Saudi leagues and, and what have you. But if you look at when Chelsea, and I'm using Chelsea as an example again in this podcast, I do not look at them that often. <laughs> Honestly, trust me. But when they got Canate, he was relatively cheap compared to the rest of the players in his uh, in his position, and he was by far one of the best players in the world at that time for that position. So you could buy somebody cheap who's an absolute talent. That's my point. Got Jack Clark on the cheap. He's an absolute talent. I think Equaz got him relatively on the cheap. He is an absolute talent. All odds are same. So it does work, but we need to be more consistent with who we're doing it with. I think Mundell is a really good example of somebody we've bought relatively cheap for what he is, or for his position. And we'll probably sell him on for a lot more if he, if he does do the direct replacement for Jack Clark. So we've got a lot of potential in our squad. It's getting that potential out. But we also need to spend money when there's clear and obvious gaps, and we haven't done that. That's the difference between a good club and a great club. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Dean's pointed out, yeah, uh, KLD's dad is already dead, isn't he? He died and left him that fund. Yeah. It's his mother, yeah, that, it's, it's his mother that's around, yeah, sorry. Thank you. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, uh I think his mum actually comes to the games as well, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Jim says, KLD is spending money, but it's for the longer term. Plus, FFP restrictions amount you want to splash out. Well, on that, Jim, sorry, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree and disagree, which is usually what I do. He is spending money, but he's spending pennies. And in terms of FFP, we are nowhere near reaching any rules. We're 19th in this league. There's 18 other teams that are spending a lot more money than us. We've got wiggle room. We've got 
a much bigger budget than most to climb up to where they could be. Yeah, I think maybe Ipswich, Leeds and Leicester are spending well beyond what we can afford, but we could definitely match West Brom or Norwich, but we don't. Come on, boys, <laughs> tip in. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just this 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 plan, like we said. I think I think it might. I think it's been three or so years now. I think we can give it another two years, and if it if it still don't feel like a lot of changes happen, then then we can worry and protest. But it's long term, isn't it? So mm-hmm. and as well, we don't want to, we don't want to go up maybe this season or even next season. To be fair, maybe we'd rather go up when we're ready rather than sooner when we're not ready and do a Sheffield. So fair enough. Not saying I don't want us to. I'd love it, but you know, it's just football and it's a crazy sport. We'll we'll go up when when it's our time. It was a sit. We were set, It was like that for League One, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. you look at Brentford and Leeds. They were in the Championship for a while and. Look at well, I know Leeds got relegated in there, but look at Brentford now, they're doing fairly decent. But yeah, but I think that's a problem with just general performance management. And you compare yourself to other teams quite a lot because that's the easiest example to, to do. But if you look outside of the English system, who would you compare us to there? You can Bjorka, we played them at the start of the season, we drew with them 1 1. We should be on par with them, right? Where are they now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can you can throw an example and compare yourself against them, but it's it's re- reductive. You're not really going. To, yeah. You don't have the same players. You don't have the same manager. You don't have the same tactics. It's how you perform on the day that man matters and that counts. So you can only beat the opposition that's in front of you. And at the minute we're up against opposition in the championship, which is I think where we deserve to be. I want us to be in the Premier League, but we deserve to be where we're at right now. Yeah, belonging is uh, two different things. I don't like, yeah, yeah, belonging-wise, yeah. we belong in the Prem, but deserve yeah. at the minute Championship. Yeah, that's exactly that's my point. So sorry if that upsets people in the chat. Um, no, but true. Yeah, I, I mean, you've got you've got to put you've got to put a, you've got to put a little bit of a logical head on sometimes with it with this club, and we've weave the club has been allowed to just deteriorate at points to the point where it's embarrassing and that's that's under um all previous owners spending the spending or lack of control within the spending has been stupid well greg has become up in this in this chat from acacia that was a stupid spend like he was just a big name um how much should we get for him Al? I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't care because it, it, it's what six seasons ago now. Eighteen, so January twenty nineteen. That's when five, five seasons ago. Mm. Best person check was uh, until I die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the money we got for Will Greg, I'll say it again, money we got for Greg, we should have offered that to Magic. But potentially, mate. Potentially, about. potentially, mate. But it's. It's too long ago, and we've played way too many games. I don't think Dreyfus would have done that with Magia, but I think Dreyfus would have done better with the Magia situation. Yeah. Than Donald, you know. Yeah. Pers- personally, and people might disagree, but you know. Okay. 
I mean, retrospect, we can talk about it to the cows come home, right? I think for, yeah, for us, for us, there's cautionary tales in our past. There's a frustration in our current. Can we make that frustration a pleasant one? As in keeping KLD, the non-spender owner, will him not spending as much eventually lead to success? So if it does, I'm happy. It I'll, I'll ride out the journey, but it needs to be guaranteed that the success is there at the end. He could do because he might not want to go splash out crazy straight away. Because I think that's what Ellis Short did, didn't he? And look yeah. like that. Because exactly, exactly, exactly. He, he doesn't want to repeat itself. My dad's kept saying that to me. Look, he doesn't want to go crazy. Just over time, yeah. As we get higher and higher, he'll spend more. There you go. Yeah. So, and he's st- and after he studied sports at university. So I study I not- study sports every day, man. I watch the. <laughs> what does that mean? He's got a, de- he's got a degree, and none of us. I've got a degree. I've got a degree in, in something different. I've got a degree in sports, but I watch sports enough to understand it at a, at a at a human level. Yeah, graduated a university course in travel, but yeah, no, yeah. Like just saying, you've now. you've got a degree in in sports engineering. You got a, a sports um, physiotherapy, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. It's doing the job. What you can have a piece of paper that says you can do it. You have to prove you can do it. It's the difference. You can have a degree. I have a degree in marketing. Can I? Can I do? Well, a... But we're in a better position than what we were four years or five years ago. Um, so we've got to look at. That yeah, but we're, but, but we're also in a worse position than where we, we were now, ten years ago. Years you like you said, you're comparing yeah. apples and oranges. If you look at a different time frame, we're worse off. If you look at a different time frame, we're better off. Like you just yeah. got to judge the moment that you're in now and go forward from there. The, my main concern with KLD is he doesn't spend. But I'm also going to play devil's advocate and then go, well, when we have spent, we've spent it stupidly. So I'm more than happy to have somebody who's tighter with the purse strings as long as they have a clear plan and strategy in place to make it a better time ahead of us. Until he tells us that we are going to have a better time ahead of us and shows how we're going to do that with the less spend, I'll still I'll still challenge everything that happens at this club because I want us to be successful. That's ultimately what I think everybody wants. So the current yeah. regime has its problems. But... We all we all want the same uh, output. Mm. Right. Let's 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 move away from that subject a little bit because I can get very, very passionate very, very quick and maybe a little bit too agitated. So we're playing Norwich against Against Norwich this weekend at Carrow Road. What's your predictions for uh, for the game ahead? I know there's been a couple in the chat as well, so I can pull those up if I uh, do a little bit of pulling and reactivate my mouse. But Jacob, go first, mate. What's your prediction? One one, and we get to keep the trophy, the friendship trophy. <laughs> You're gonna have the guy jumping up and down in the car doing that. That is a new trophy. Yeah. There you go. Um, so we've had a couple of uh, apologies. Obviously, uh, the West, the West Rays, the lads from Sunderland all came on earlier on. They're out having uh, a little bit of a celebrity drink for uh, the West Rays' birthday. So they they said uh, they want to call out their predictions, and the vast majority agreed with you. One one. Can't see where points are coming from after three losses in a row. It be happy with them. Um, three draws on the bounce I'm next I think and then after that three, three wins, wins on the bounce yeah that'll, that'll be good um, 
So one one's agreed by everybody up in Sunland from my friend group, essentially. And Paul? Uh, yeah, well, I'm actually going to go for victory. I actually reckon, well, Dodds apparently has said, Dodds said in a press conference yesterday that training has been excellent with the players this week. Uh, so, listening to what he said, uh, he will probably, hopefully, will get it correct tomorrow. So I'm actually going to go for a two-one victory. Two-one win. Mm-hmm. Who's getting the goals for us then? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say some Mado because uh, my uh, Dodds has said that Samedo actually will be getting some game time. Okay. So I'm going to say Samedo will get one. Is that his first? Of the, that'll be his first of the season. Yeah, it will be. Uh, I'm going to say Samedo and the other one. Jack Clark. <laughs> He's not even a player. <laughs> no, Jack Clark won't. <laughs> I'm going to go Joe Bellingham. Okay. I'm I'm on board with that. I, I think he needs to have a little bit more of a come-off-the-bench impact style tomorrow, but he's more likely going to start, so I'm, I'm all right with that. Uh, you're not getting much backup from uh, from the chat though. Keisha's going for a Norwich free Sunland one. So you've heard of it here first. Keisha is now a canary. Um, Derek is going for. No, she's a Sheffield Wednesday fan. <laughs> I'm Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, careful, Jacob. Oh, uh, <laughs> Derek's going for a two 0 oh, Norwich. I couldn't find any other predictions in the chat. I know we've had some, but I couldn't find them quickly scrolling. Oh, Keisha said 2-1. Um, oh, no, so that was the uh, West Brom score. I'm going to go for a very, very stupid scoreline, but I can see a lot of goals in this game. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 4-2. 4-2. Sullivan. Either way. <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully Sullivan, but realistically Norwich. I want to say there's going to be a we lot of goals. To, um, I'll send you some <laughs> ears. Yeah. I think there's going to be a, a metric ton of goals in this game because we're going to be a little bit more attacking-minded under Dodds. We are not going to sit back and hold back and then as soon as we get a goal, we'll, we'll get more. Um, It's just about when that first goal comes in. So, oh, if they score first... We're gonna lose, <laughs> but if we, I think if our goal scorers, if we see if we see a scoring two, I think it's probably going to be Rushen and Mundell. Rushen and Mundell, both completely out of the blue. Uh, over Mackerman, welcome along. Says uh, to the lads, job to score one 0 I like that. There's a little bit of optimism in the fan base again, which you didn't have under Beal, and that's why I, I I'm going to reiterate, Garen Garen Dodzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he named it. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Karen. Um, I'll I'll ask one final question before we wrap it up. It's been about an hour for this podcast. Are you optimistic underdogs? Yes. Brilliant. Hundred percent. Yes. Your happiness. 
your mood has improved. Now we have a caretaker gaffer in charge. That's what it's about. <laughs> Obviously, winning helps too, but that's ultimately what it's about. So as long as you're happy watching the football, enjoying yourself and uh, having a good time. Like Jim says, hopefully, like last year, when nobody thought there was any chance, <laughs> Bar the score. <laughs> He's a comedian at the end as well. Um, so I'll catch you next week. Um, if you're here tomorrow on the channel, we will be doing a watch along at three o'clock for the kickoff against Norwich City. Do you not want the score prediction for Leicester? No, because we. Them Tuesday. I mean, we can. I mean, we can, but like, we've got to. I've got to see how this game goes for me. But yeah, let's let's do it then. Uh, Leicester to win four 0 <laughs> uh, I think there's a, I think it depends how we play against Norwich to be fair if we go out there and absolutely crumble I'd see us crumbling again against Leicester five losses on the bounce um, and then people will be calling for Kildee's heads so yeah uh, it depends how we play tomorrow for my prediction for Leicester which is why go for, go for yours though mate uh, well, we won't keep a clean sheet against Leicester. Sorry, Bowers. <laughs> uh, so... Is that a nil-nil? Nil-nil <laughs> written all over it. <laughs> what are you saying, mate? Uh, uh, I'll go up another 2-1 victory. At home. It'd be typical, wouldn't it, to win three on the bounce against his top team. Fucking typical, wouldn't it? Yeah, mm. we'll be all um, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going for 2-2 two -two against Leicester. I think 2-2. Two -two. Optimistic. And Leicester don't concede that many goals, to be fair, mate, so... Mm, you don't know in the Championship, though, do you? Yeah, no, no games guaranteed. Exciting league. Exactly, I don't say, never say never. Yeah, but never expect to win against a team that's sat in 20th either. And on that note, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I look forward to seeing you again. Bye. Happy Halloween, Happy Easter. Merry Christmas. Bye. See you later. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. What's the other one?